you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Today, on a special QB edition of NFL Fantasy Live, we're breaking down the position inside and out. We've got starts, sits, sleepers, and more. Plus, two-time NFL MVP Kurt Warner drops by to tell us if Mark Sanchez is the real deal in Philly and if Drew Stanton can keep the Cardinals' offense rolling in the desert. Plus, the Admiral Akbar Bajabiamila reveals his trap plays for Week 11. Don't let your championship hopes be destroyed like the planet Alderaan. NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose starts now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the NFL. Matt Money Smith here with the Admiral Akbar Basha Biamila. I nod. Yes, the Hoff. You nod. Michael Fabiano. I nod. Yes, Remember, you can always tweet the show, NFL Fantasy, uh, at NFL Fantasy. Guys, today is a quarterback spectacular. All things quarterbacks. I'm Let's excited. get it rolling with some star quarterbacks that you will have on your bench this week. All right, well, I'm going to start off with, I can oh, feel boy. your stare over oh, here, too. Well, you remember what movie that's from? No, I don't. Pulp Fiction. Okay. <laughs> Philip Rivers has not been good at home in his career against the Oakland Raiders. And you guys know, I love home these trends. The Matt Money Smith They're hates terrible. them. Six touchdowns, five Raider turnovers. Team. They stink every single it year. Doesn't it doesn't matter. In his career, the nation will come after you. In his career against the Raiders in San Diego, he is averaging fewer than 12 fantasy points per game. It doesn't matter which Raiders defense. You're talking about the Raiders, right? The team that you used to play for. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why Philip Rivers is not a lot to put up good numbers this weekend. You heard it here first. Yeah. Maybe okay. if I put it to like a CNC Music Factory soundtrack, you will understand causation versus correlation. There's nothing to that stat. But I also whatsoever. remember trends the same thing about uh, Jay Cutler and Lambeau Akbar, Field. Akbar, He's no good. Save me from the stats. Well, well, there's one big one that I'm going to go with. That's Russell Wilson. You know, Russell Wilson has been, I mean, sensational. We saw, you know, not too long ago he put up that 37 points, but we saw that drop kind of come down for Russell Wilson. And part of it is because he's only thrown one pass touchdown in four of his last five games. So, you know, he's not the deep threat guy who's going to be able to throw it. Yes, he has the ability to run, but I'm not quite sure that if you take away his ability to run the ball when you've got these defensive ends like Tom Bahali, Houston, and these guys coming after you, where all of a sudden does, does Russell Wilson go there from there? I mean, he's, I don't know that you give him a lot of places to go. I say that this is a guy that you put on your bench because of that alone. I'd give, uh, give you a stat to back you up, too, but okay. money will yell. No, no, go ahead, uh, give a stat. He's going to yell at me. <laughs> go ahead, try In his last five road games That's against the stupid. AFC. See? <laughs> See? Well, why are you yelling? Let the man finish. The no, last I'm done. five road games against I'm done. In, in, in the AFC. I'm Let done. me tell you something. You want a stat? I'm done. Yeah, I'll give ahead. you a stat because I'm flying to KC this week to call that game. Name dropper. Louder than the 12 in that's Seattle. That's Arrowhead, a little that's taste of their own medicine out there. No, you can't hear. Shoe on the other foot. There you go. No. Marshawn Lynch. Just hand the ball off to heck with the audibles and all that and snap counts. You like that? We'll have more Week 11 QB starts and sits later in the show. But for now, let's throw it over to Marcus Grant and Adam Rank. 
Thank you, Money. We are here, as always, getting you caught up with all the news and notes from around the National Football League. <laughs> Bengals running back Giovanni Bernard missed practice on Friday. He's been ruled out for Sunday's matchup against the New Orleans Saints. Gio hasn't played since week eight due to injuries to his hip and clavicle. This means rookie Jeremy Hill is in line for the start. So, Rank, what do you expect from Jay Hill against the Saints? I expect a big game. I expect the game plan to be a little bit different than what it was two weeks ago against the Browns. In other words, don't let Andy Dalton throw the ball, like, at all. (laughs) They're going to have to run the ball a lot because what what they want to do is shorten the game with the Saints. Don't give them a lot of offensive opportunities. Don't let Drew Brees go out there and throw the ball a ton. Try to limit his chances. Try to grind the clock. And the best way to do that is to hand off the ball repeatedly to Hill. So I expect them to have a pretty good game. I understand two weeks ago you're scared off. It was a terrible game. I I know. (laughs) Believe me. I start him. You don't have to tell me something I don't already know. Start him this week. Maybe we'll get some postgame analysis on how good he thinks the Saints are, too, afterwards, too. (laughs) Texans head coach Bill O'Brien said Friday that Aaron Foster will be a game-time decision against the Browns on Sunday. Foster is dealing with a groin injury. He suffered week nine against the Eagles. If Foster plays, can you trust him? And what's your plan B? Wow. You know what? If he plays, I would be starting him because the matchup is pretty good. I like what Arian Foster does. I I hope there's some clarity about what is going to happen. And if he doesn't play, the plan B has got to be Seth Rollins or Alfred Blue. It depends, (laughs) you know. But you got to go Freddie Blue there. And if he gets an opportunity to play, again, I would roll with Blue. I went out and picked him up. In one of the leagues, I think one of the leagues we did together, I went up, searched the waiver wire. He was available. I picked him up. It's one of those early games. So if Foster is out, I can just go ahead and put it blue and uh, laugh all the way to the bank. There you go. Blue's been one of those on-again, off-again handcuffs all year long. He's the number one guy there. That's a good start. You roll with him. Sticking with the Texans, quarterback Ryan Mallett is set to make his first career start. Mallett was acquired from the Patriots in a trade in late August for a seventh-round pick. What sort of impact do you think this QB change is going to have on the rest of this Texans offense? Oh, boy. I hope James Coe (laughs) is doing a bunch of calf raises to get ready to wear high heels on this show because Coe did promise to wear high heels if uh, DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins did not reach 1,100 yards. Again, similar to what the Bengals will be going through, you can't throw the ball that much with a guy like Mallett. So they're probably going to run the ball. Even if it is Freddie Blue, they're probably going to have to run it more than they would want to. I don't like it. I, I, I want to see what Malik could do. It seems like every year, like he was going to be that guy who everybody was going right. to trade for. And then Houston's just like, whatever, we'll try it for once. But I don't <laughs> expect, I haven't seen a lot of great things from him. Uh, boy, James might be sweating out that cohawk yeah. as we speak. <laughs> Giants running back Rashad Jennings is officially probable for Sunday's matchup against the San Francisco 49ers. Jennings hasn't suited up since week five due to a knee injury with his potential return. How much do you like him this week at home against that tough Niner run defense? It is a tough matchup. So if he starts and he's going, I would probably be playing him begrudgingly just because there's not a lot of great options out there in the running back world, which is why I went out and was able to pick up Alfred Blue because I'm going to have to start him in a panic. But if Jennings is starting, he's probably going to get the majority of the carries because they really like him. Andre Williams didn't really establish himself as a guy that you can trust each and every week. So Jennings is going to see a lot of the work if he's available and ready to go. So it's not the best matchup in the world, but sometimes you got to start a guy whether you like the matchup or not. Yeah, and I know a lot of people have been waiting for Jennings to get back, so it's nice to have him back in the lineup. More running back news. Lions rusher Reggie Bush missed practice again on Friday. Sir Reginald is dealing with an ankle injury. It's been bugging him throughout the season. If Reggie sits this one out, Rank, is it worth taking a chance on maybe Theo Riddick? Yeah, I really like Theo Riddick. It looks like next season he's going to be the Reggie Bush-type player in that offense. I also like Joyke Bell in this, too. He's somebody that I've been holding on to. Probably 
holding out like more hope than most people. But I'm really <laughs> expecting Joyke Bell to go out and have a pretty good game. This, this Lions offense, once Megatron came back, this, this Lions offense is completely different. It's going to be tough going because the rush defense for the Cardinals is pretty tough. But, again, I, I still like those matchups. I still like Joyke Bell. Absolutely. So, for more, we will send it back to Money and the rest of the guys. All right, thank you, gentlemen. How about a uh, little uh, Monday? Well, Thursday night football. Thursday night Thursday football. Night. I'm trying to start the week over for you guys. Oh, Ryan right, Tannehill, go. Kyle Orton, Bills Ooh, versus yeah. Finns. Marino v. Kelly. There you go. Clayton Duper versus Reno. This would be uh, the new version with the new helmets. No helmet on that Dolphin, by the way. Much more dangerous 34 out yards there. on that play by uh, number 34. That's right. Damian Williams from Tannehill. 34 yards. Drive stalls. Caleb Sturgis. Field goal. Near the end of the third. Brian Hardline. Three Bills field Where's goals later. That's right. Brian there Hardline. Right 31 yards from Ryan Tannehill. Picks it up just under. Uh, Tannehill, I should say, picks up uh, just under 17 fantasy points on the night. Here we go. Brandon Gibson. Seven-yard touchdown. You started him right. Uh, Dolphins up. No. 10 to 9. That Bills. helps no one. Looking to respond third and 24 on their own six. Orton from his own end zone in the vicinity of Sammy. What? Oh. Yeah. Ruled intentional grounding and a safety. You could make the argument. He thought Sammy was going out. Sammy thought he was going in. But they say no. Two points for Miami. To the fourth quarter. Miami second and five on the eight. Tannehill gets it to one of my favorites, Jarvis Landry. Go uh, yeah, look, now, Didn't I just Tigers. say that guy was going to do something big yesterday? You're look not getting your first win Jarvis this week. Landry. Pig Suey, Tannehill, Jarvis Landry, 19. Ooh, uh, Landry knee. adds Ooh. points on he made it. the game and finishes with 8.6. Dolphins go on to win 22-9. That's a good guy right there. Who's that, Joe Philbin? Yeah, Joe Philbin. Yeah. I like him. Now they're playing all right. Six and four. That's a big one for each of those teams, considering how competitive it is in the AFC this year for those two wild card spots. Uh, you get a look. A lot of points there for the that's, Bills, that's huh? That's bad. Look at that. That is seven, just awful. Uh, seven, that's yeah. awful. Well, that you just got to go to the bottom there. You got some uh, double defense, digits, the Bills points, defense. Yeah. And they took a couple of those sacks away on some uh, some bad penalties. So, by the way, you know, holding. All that sort of stuff. Uh, it could have been more. But that Bills defense moving forward, not a bad one. Not even to stream, but I would just roll them in there. Yep, very good. Uh, week after week. All right. It is a QB extravaganza today. So let's start with the winning QB, Ryan Tannehill. 240 passing yards, two TDs, just over 16 fantasy points. Could have had a few more were it not for that fumble, some turnovers. But do you trust him down the stretch because the schedule's not that bad? Trust him as my QB one? I don't know about no, that. The QB on, position you, you go ahead and is say, no. so yeah. deep that Tannehill, to me, is more of a matchup-based starter. So can you use him as a streaming quarterback option? Absolutely. If you play the matchups at Signal Caller every single week and he's on your team, sure. But I just can't trust Tannehill uh, as a guy who I'm going to lean on week in and week out to be my quarterback. This was one of the better defenses in the NFL, and he still managed to put up 16 points. So he's got two games against the Jets. I understand what you're saying. At the very, granted, Big Ben did not do anything against that Jets defense, but very Tannehill true. seems as though he is progressing, getting more comfortable in that laser-led offense. Laser the name, not a yeah, Bill you know, Laser. Not a laser. All right, uh, to Lamar Miller, some concerns earlier this week about his shoulder, but he looked just fine, right? Yeah, he. I think he erased all those concerns when he the way he played against his Buffalo Bills defense. I mean, the way he actually hit the edge, the way he ran between the gaps. I thought that he looked good. And this again, I mean, the way this defense they shed blockers, they get into your face. You saw them utilize him a lot on the outside because that's where he really can do some damage. Uh, Lamar Miller is a guy that I'm going to trust moving forward. He's a guy that you can continue to play. I mean, again, he's picked up from where he left off, really. I mean, giving you 9.8 fantasy points, not bad. 
All right, let's go to the uh, wideout position. Typically, Mike Wallace, the only one that you're going to start on that Dolphins roster. He's the home run threat. Jarvis Landry came out of LSU along with Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham, that blazingly fast four, sub 4 440 at the combine, turned everybody's heads. But Jarvis Landry's got great hands. He's great in the red zone, and he has now scored a touchdown in two of the last three games. This could be a good deep waiver wire pickup. Deep waiver wire pickup, no doubt about that. He's actually scored more points than Mike Wallace yeah. over the last three games. But maybe it's just me, and I'm a traditionalist, and I don't want to trust a rookie wide receiver, although we have seen so many of them put up great numbers this week. Is Landry rosterable right now? I don't even know if that's a word, but yeah, in yeah, fantasy yeah. it is. He, just made it up. he certainly is in a 12-team league. But is he someone that I'm going to start? I need to see well, more. I, I make the case that you could start him, and the reason well, why you is could, because but I don't Jarvis know if Landry, to. a lot of defenses aren't planning for Jarvis Landry to be an impact guy. They're scheming around guys like Lamar Miller, Mike Wallace, and those are the guys you saw when they were bringing a lot of pressure. You saw Jarvis Landry. He'll go on those shallow routes. He'll be able to take those intermediate routes so Tannehill could get the ball because they were bringing a lot of pressure, so that's where he has a lot of value because they're going to – they're going to guarantee that Landry won't make the big plays, and he will. Now, the other thing, too, uh, about Landry, tough receiver. And that doesn't show up in the stats, but when you're a quarterback, like you said, you're under pressure, third down, you know a guy that can take contact, hold on to the ball, especially in the red zone. That's sure. something that Landry very good at. Now, on the other side of the ball, Sammy Watkins finished with just three and a half fantasy Yikes. points. But a big part of that, I mean, he had a home run touchdown ball, three steps on Brent Grimes, and it was just a horrible pass from Kyle Orton. So do you trust him moving forward, or is Kyle Orton too much of a risk? Well, what did you draft Sammy Watkins to be? You drafted him as your three. Nine times out of ten, I think that's where he's going to be in a 10-team, 12-team league. So I do trust him in that role. But the quarterback position is so shaky in Buffalo, and that's what really hurts his value. As you mentioned, if he gets that touchdown, you're talking about going from a game where he's really good to, well, not so good, which is what he was at the end of last night, three and a half fantasy points. So I really wish that Kyle Orton uh, would be a little bit more consistent, and that was the play that yeah. we saw well, we, we right saw, there. We saw we saw there, too, Sammy Watkins being able to get off the, that press against uh, Brent Grimes. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah. Brent Grimes has been mugging a lot of those big-time wide receivers. So you get Sammy Watkins, and when you see him do things like that, that lays me to believe that he could be that number two yeah. guy. He's a guy that you could lean on. On matchup. Based you know, on matchup. Look, look based at that matchup. matchup. Like Absolutely. you said, you're playing with yep. your flex, Sammy, based right. on the matchup. Certainly worth putting in that position. Right. Still to come, if you're not sure which QB to plug into your lineup this weekend, you won't want to miss our rapid-fire session. Putting all, each and every one of this week's gunslingers head-to-head to see who comes out on top. And later, our experts dish out their top QB sleepers, see which guys they say will awake this weekend to help get you that much-needed W. It's time now for player comparisons presented by SAP. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Matt Money Smith here with Adam Rank, Marcus Grant. Guys, we're going to the ether to put some quarterbacks head to head and debate who's the better start this week. Uh, one minute on the clock. That'd be the ether part of things. And uh, let's let it rip. See how many we can get through. Here we go. Quarterback spectacular. Are we ready? Where's my minute? Where's my minute? Where's my minute? I want my minute clock. There it is. Better start. Andrew Luck versus the Pats or Tom Brady versus the Colts. Marcus. I'm going with Andrew Luck. The dude's been on fire. I'm staying with the guy. How about it? I'll go Tom Brady. Okay. He's got Rob Gronkowski back and everything. That offense is rolling. And coming off a bye. Now here we go. Uh, Colin Kaepernick versus the Giants. Russell Wilson versus the Chiefs. Right. I'm going to go Russell Wilson. I'm going to go Kaepernick. I think he's got a few more weapons. Okay. Philip Rivers versus the... Drew Brees versus the Bengals. I'm going Rivers. I think he bounces back. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Drew Brees? 
Is that, did I miss this? Drew Brees. Drew Rivers. I mean, what? He is not Peyton Manning. He doesn't have anything to prove he's not. He's going to hand the ball off. Keep it going. Keep it going. Matt Ryan, Panthers, Mark Sanchez, Packers. Sanchez. Sanchez. What? Yeah. That's the wrong answer. Matthew Stafford versus the Cardinals. Ben Roethlisberger versus the Titans. I'm going Big Ben. I think he bounces back. I like Matthew Stafford. All right, there we go. I like the splits. Robert Griffin III versus the Buccaneers or Jay Cutler versus the Vikings. RG3. Okay. I'm going to go Cutler. All right. I think no I, think, I think Cutler. I think Marshall. What you're about to doubt Brandon, Cutler? Brandon Marshall, you know, he's been upset. I think they gave him the ball. Be careful. What are they, third best sack unit, I think, for the Minnesota Vikings? Uh, Josh McCown versus the Redskins or Cam Newton versus the Falcons? Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Come on. I think Cameron Jarrell. No, Superman, Superman I'll, returns. I'll McCown. Superman returns. Yeah. McCown, he's, right. he's doing what he does best. Step back, throw it up to his big Throw the alley There's tall, drinks of water. All right, fantasy fans, if you're not sure which players to start each week, examine the player comparison tool with insights from SAP, exclusive only to NFL.com. Fantasy users, it researches recent performances and matchups to help you decide who to start and sit. You can put it into practice by visiting NFL.com slash fantasy. All right, for more on how the weather might impact this weekend's games, we throw it over to our man Jim Kosick of KCTV Kansas City. Well, 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 week 11, and just on cue like that, because we're headed toward Thanksgiving, Oh, man, winter blows into the northeast. This is lake effect snow, guys. It's going to be tapering off by Sunday, but we're still talking some light snow, perhaps a couple raindrops mixed in. Cleveland Browns Stadium, Texas team in at 35 degrees. Baby, and while it's dry along the eastern seaboard, you're bringing a Florida team into 44 degrees at FedEx Field and a West Coast team to the East Coast at 46. I got three names for you. Yeah, that won't be on my team, and you should think twice about it as well. It's Ryan, Robert, and Colin. Reason being, Ryan, unproven. Robert, eh. The pigskin's like a rock when it's that cold, and tiny hands, no good. And Colin, last time he played in this type of cold, December 8th, Seattle, quarterback rating 67. Need I say more? I guess he's not going to say And we'll see you next week. (laughs) There we go. I'm going to go have a couple uh, two-tree with Kosick. I'm calling that uh, Chiefs-Seahawks game. Yeah, I'm going to go hang out with our guy. Absolutely. Ask him why he's not joining me in Movember. I will ask him. He did it last year. I will ask him. And maybe I won't. I don't know. Odds are not happening. Coming up, Michael Fabiano unveils his top 10 QB starts for Week 11. Find out which signal callers didn't make the cut and who lands. At number one, but up next, future Hall of Famer Kurt Warner joins the show to talk about his fantasy team and his expectations for Mark Sanchez and Drew Stanton this weekend. You're watching NFL Fantasy Live. Warner to pass with time. I will not catch a 10 5 touchdown! Back to throw. Pops the middle. Touchdown, Rams. What a throw. Irving it up. Just masterful. When nobody else believed in us, when nobody else believed in me, you guys did. And we're going to the Super Bowl. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Now I'm pleased to be joined by future Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner. Kurt, how you doing this year in fantasy, my man? You know what? I, I'm hanging around. I'm, uh, I'm in second place in my family league. I'm in second place uh, in the players league there at the network. So I'm hanging around. Not a great year, but, but I'm hanging in there. 
Okay, you're on a three-game winning streak in the Players Only League. We're going to take a look at the standings right now. You're doing pretty well, right? You're on a four-game winning streak. You're six and four, and Heath Evans has got you by a game right now. Yeah, hey, I'm okay. You know how it is, Fabs. All you got to do is get into the dance. So that's what I'm trying to do. And, you know, I like my squad. I'm maybe a little bit weak at running back. I'm waiting for one of those guys to emerge. But I like my wide receivers, tight end, and quarterback. So, you know, so, so I like my chances. Let's take a look at your starting lineup now for week 11. And, of course, you've got Tom Brady there starting at quarterback. That clearly is a no-brainer. Talk about your <laughs> roster a little bit here. Well, I tell you what, like I said, at the running back position, Eddie Lacy kind of been slow going, but I think he's picking it up a little bit. Ben Tate, they're kind of like running back at committee there, so he hasn't lived up to the billing that I was hoping there. But love my wide receivers. Golden Tate, obviously, has been on a tear, even though Calvin's back. Antonio Brown's been great. Odell Beckham, I think, is going to be a superstar. Julius Thomas, loved him. Uh, you know, Detroit Lions, I actually also have the Cardinals defense, so I could really go either direction since they play each other this week. But, uh, but again, I like my team. I'd just like to see a little more production out of my second running back. Now let's look at your bench and see what decisions you're making here. Ben Roethlisberger on the bench. Chris Johnson, of course, is on a bye. Trent Richardson over Ben Tate this week. Julian Edelman and Pierre Garçon both on the bench for you this week. Well, like I said, I love my wide receivers, and they're all playing well, and they're all hot, so I'm good there. And, yeah, like you said, my wrestling match comes at the running back position. Trent Richardson at times has been good for me, but, you know, they're giving the, you know, the carries in the red zone to, to Bradshaw. So uh, just trying to balance that, and like you said, I need to find a, a better number two running back, and I think my squad would be really solid. Ben Roethlisberger was on fire a few weeks ago. You've got Ben. You've got Brady. Why mm. Brady as your starter this week? Well, I think because of what we saw last week, uh, you know, when you look at the Steelers, they've just kind of been up and down. And although Ben's been pretty solid all year long, he hasn't necessarily been great fantasy-wise all year long. So he had those two weeks where he was unbelievable, but, you know, then kind of went back to, to what he was before. Touchdown, maybe two touchdowns here. And Brady, Brady's just been on fire. After those first four weeks of the season, I don't think anybody's been better at the quarterback position. So you got to ride the hot hand. They're coming off a bye. I don't think they ever lose off the bye. So uh, so, so that's why I got to go with Tom in this situation. Carson Palmer's out for the season now for the Arizona Cardinals. Drew Stanton comes in. What are your expectations for Drew and, more importantly, the receivers, Larry Fitzgerald and Michael Floyd? Well, I think the, the, the thing I look at with the, the quarterback change there is maybe not as many catches for those guys as they had with Carson Palmer. He maybe was a little bit more accurate. But I do know that Drew's going to take chances down the field. He's very confident with his ability to stretch the field, which is what this offense is all about. Uh, we've seen him make a lot of big plays down the field. And so who that caters to, I'm not really sure. Is it Michael Floyd? Is it John Brown? Will Larry still be able to, to stay on his tear with a lot of his catches coming in with shorter passes? So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out and really what Drew becomes as a quarterback. But I know he's still got the long ball in him, so I think he's still going to have some big plays. It's just a matter of figuring out who's going to get those big plays. Mark Sanchez looked really good on Monday night. What do you expect from him moving forward? Because a lot of fantasy fans see those 21 fantasy points and think, whoa, I've got to pick <laughs> this guy up off the waiver wire. Yeah. Do they have to pick him up? Well, I mean, I think it's a possibility. But, again, you have to look at the tape and game-by-game -game specifics. And against Carolina, uh, this is such a progression read offense that 
a lot of times his progressions were open. His first guy or his second guy even was open, so he didn't have to do a lot of thinking, and he just had to react and throw. And I think Mark Sanchez can do that. I think when he knows where to go with the football, he can be very, very good. When he starts to play teams that take away his first and second option, they, they, they start to really get a feel for who he is and what this offense is like with him in there. That's when we'll really get a good indication of what we're going to get from Mark Sanchez week in and week out. He's been very good the two weeks that he's played, but I want to see it a little bit more whether, to see whether I'm ready to pick him up and, and be a starter on my team. There are a lot of really good fantasy quarterbacks in the league this season. If you had to pick just one to have on your fantasy team the rest of the way, who would it be? <laughs> I mean, I'm taking Peyton Manning. You know, this is a guy that I know is going to chuck it every time out. He's going to chuck it when he gets into the red zone where there's a number of teams that they'll start handing it off when they get close. Uh, Peyton doesn't do that. You know, they'll hand it off sometimes, but he's very willing to throw it down there. And so you're going to see a lot of big games, a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns from this guy, I think, most times out. So, um, you know, as good as some of the other quarterbacks have been and as explosive at times, I just think Peyton's going to be the most consistent week in and week out. Does he break his touchdown record again this year? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, 55 is a, a lot of touchdowns. But, but, again, you know, we keep seeing it. You know, every year, every week, we see quarterbacks with six touchdowns. Ben, six touchdowns two weeks in a row. Uh, you know, we see Peyton getting another five last week. I mean, it's, it's a crazy league right now. And like I said, when guys are going to throw it, when they get down to the one and two yard line, the sky is really the limit on how many touchdowns they'll throw. And so I won't say he won't, but I, I, I think it'll be tough to get past 55. Imagine what you would have done in this league right now <laughs> with that St. Louis Rams offense. I mean, you could have been throwing for 60, Kurt. I tell you what, I have a pretty good imagination. So it probably, <laughs> it probably isn't fact, but I like to think that I would have put up some pretty good numbers. Oh, you absolutely would have. All right, last question here. Now, you and I have talked about fantasy for the last couple of years. You tend to give out some pretty good sleeper picks, maybe a pick of a guy who's going to rebound off a couple of bad contests. Give me that player at the quarterback position for week 11. Well, as you know, Fabs, I mean, there's certain guys that you start every week, you know, the Bradys and the Rodgers and the Breezes. But uh, if I'm going to pick a guy looking at the matchups this week, I'm going to pick Jay Cutler. He's at home. I know he's had some down weeks and some struggles at times, but he's a guy that also can get hot and I think tear it up. And they're back at home against the Vikings. I like the matchup with these big wide receivers against that secondary. So if I'm picking a sleeper quarterback, which, uh, as you know, there's there's only a number of those guys out there that you would start, uh, I'm, I'm going to put Jay Cutler in there. Kurt, thank you so much for joining us here on NFL Fantasy Live, and good luck in all your fantasy leagues this week. <laughs> all right, thanks, Fabs. Coming up, our experts are putting on their fortune teller hats to predict who will be the top scoring fantasy QB for the rest of the season. Could there be a dark horse in the running? Find out next. Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live. Don't hit that submit button just yet. Adam Rank is here to give you his likes and dislikes for week 11. Make sure your roster gets his stamp of approval. And the Admiral, Akbar Baja Biamila, reveals his track plays for the week. Don't get caught with any of these QBs in your lineup come Sunday. Plus, wouldn't be Friday without some sleepers. See which sleeping giants we say will put up monster numbers this weekend. NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. All right, get a look here. Our aggregate rankings from all of expert at NFL.com. When it comes to the quarterbacks, 1 through 10, Andrew Luck leads everyone in points. So, of course, he's there at number one. Aaron Rodgers has been money at home. He's in the number two slot. 
Ryan Tannehill, hey, we can only hope the 15th-rated quarterback uh, is at 16.8 fantasy points. It would be a QB bonanza if, in fact, that is the case. All right, welcome back to a special QB edition of NFL Fantasy Live. Money here with Akbar Marcus and the Hoff, Michael Fabiano. Remember, you can always tweet us at NFL Fantasy. So we spin it forward, way forward, from this moment until the end of the season. Who will be? the top-scoring quarterback in fantasy. This day forward, week 11 on, number one QB in fantasy. This one is easy. I'm going to go with the name brand guy here. Everybody knows him. He's Peyton Manning. I mean, can can you really say Peyton Manning is not going to be the highest uh, you know, with the, the most amount of points. Well, yeah, I'll just I mean, say it. Peyton Manning isn't going to be the guy. <laughs> you're, wrong. you're wrong. You're wrong. Know it. Your mouth shut it because he's going up against the Rams. He's got the, the, the Bengals. He's going up against the Raiders. He, you know he's going to put up big numbers. He's got too many weapons not to have big production. I acquired Peyton Manning in a trade with Team America in the NFL Fantasy Live League. So I'm rolling with Peyton Manning, too. I'm right That's there so with smart. you, man. All right, uh, Marcus, if it's not Peyton Manning, who is it? Why wouldn't it be the guy who has the most points as a quarterback right now? That's That's Andrew Luck. He's been fantastic this year, and I don't see anything changing at this point. I mean, you look at the schedule he's got. You see that game against Washington. He's got a game against the Texans, the Titans, the Jaguars. The schedule certainly works out. He's got the weapons, whether it's Kobe Fleener, my guy Dwayne Allen, T.Y. Hilton, even Reggie Wayne still getting involved. There's too many good things going on with this. Colts offense to see any reason why Andrew Luck should slow down the rest of the but game. But he doesn't have more weapons than Peyton Manning. Eh, he's got enough, though. He's but got not, not more, al- though. almost an equal amount. I, I wouldn't argue with either one of them. They're <laughs> yeah. both excellent. Somebody has to win. Reggie I'm all Wayne, about winning. T.Y. Hilton, <laughs> not to mention uh, Andrew Luck, as Marcus said, does have the most points right now, so he is number one, top of the pops. All right, I'm up. Who am I going to go with, guys? Go ahead and break it right yeah. now. Drew Brees. Drew Shopping. Brees. That's where I'm going. Why? Look at this schedule. See all those home games. We know what Drew Brees does at home. Bengals, Ravens, Panthers, Falcons at home. Not to mention the number one defense for fantasy QBs on the road, the Chicago Bears. And all of those weapons are getting healthy. Jimmy Graham is back in form. Brandon Cooks now becoming a bigger part of this offense. And just when you think Sean Payton is going to give the ball to Mark Ingram 30 times a game. What happened? That 25th time. Play action. Bam! Down the field. You see my Uncle Rico style of throwing the ball? Bam! Right down over the field. Those right there. That's right, right over your the mouth. <laughs> right, if you want to know which QBs we think will jump into the top ten by the end of the season, be sure to visit NFL.com slash now to download the app for free. We'll be dishing out more guys that have to be in your lineup this week exclusively for NFL Now viewers. For more, we throw it over to Adam Rank. All right. Thank you, Uncle Rico. That's right. Every week I give you the thumbs up or the dreaded thumbs down on a wide variety of topics from Mike Trout's MVP award, Too Many Cooks, and Raw from England. And just a great big thumbs down for John Cena. But in the meantime, I do talk a little bit of fantasy football. And since this is a quarterback-centric show, my first like of the week is Matthew Stafford. Well, I really like him because Calvin Johnson is back. And the real Calvin Johnson, too, not a Decepticon who was merely taking up space on the field a few weeks ago. We got the full-fledged best receiver in the game who does stuff like that. And accordingly, Stafford had a pretty good stat line against the Dolphins, who were one of the toughest matchups last week. This week, he's got the Arizona Cardinals, who have been very generous to quarterbacks this season. So Stanford is, Stafford, Stan, Stafford is a full go. One of those guys, all of them. All right, let me give the thumbs down to me and to Cam Newton here because... He says he's hurt. Coach Ron Rivera says that he's injured. But I'm going to leave all the quarterback drama for Varsity Blues 
and leave Newton on the bench this week. Whether he's hurt or injured, the bottom line is he hasn't been very good as a fantasy performer. The matchup against the Falcons is decent, but I can't find any compelling evidence to trust him as a starter. You know what? Let's stay in this game because I'm going to give the thumbs down to Matt Ryan, too. Seriously, we might be watching two of the worst offensive lines going when these two teams square off. So even though this is a good matchup for Ryan, he's failed to produce with good matchups before. In fact, he's failed to reach even 16 fantasy points in five consecutive games. So I'm out. Moving on. I like Mark Sanchez this week. I know, I know, I should move on. I nailed it last week with Sanchez, so I should just be content with that. But you know what? Like when you go to karaoke and you nail a great version of Suspicious Minds, I should rest on my laurels. But you know what? I got to go out. I got to try to hit that high note on Take On Me. And you know what happens? It's not very good. But you know what? All this means it. I'm that all-in guy. So I'm going all-in with Sanchez. The matchup isn't great, but I feel the Packers will take a step back after such an easy win against the Bears. So, again, I'm all in on Sanchez. And finally, how do we go a full show without talking about Andy Dalton? Oh, that's right. He was horrible last week. But let's take a look at the positive. Like, he should have positive points this week. Maybe even double-digit fantasy points, although that might be too optimistic. I expect the Bengals to go the other way this week and try to establish a run heavily in order to keep the ball out of Drew Brees' hands. The last thing they want to do is get into a shootout with, between Brees and Dalton. And even then, you know, I can't make any positives because Andy Dalton just hasn't been that good. But Saturday is my likes and dislikes. For more of that, go ahead and check out NFL.com slash like, dislike. And coming up on the show, there can be only one. No, it's not a Highlander reference. It's our Week 11 quarterback rankings. Find out which gunslinger we say will reign supreme this Sunday. Plus, it's a bird. It's a plane. No, wait. It's a trap. But have no fear. The Admiral is here. Akbar will help you make or avoid making a catastrophic lineup decision. He has his Week 11 trap quarterbacks coming right up. Sunday on NFL Game Day morning, a one-on-one interview with Alden Smith as he prepares for his return to the Niners. NFL Game Day morning, Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose. Matt Money Smith here with Fantasy Hall of Famer, the Hoff. That's why we call him the Hoff, H-O-F, Hall of Famer. Michael Fabiano. Fabs, it's our quarterback spectacular. You're going to give the people your top 10 quarterback starts for week 11. Where are we starting? Let's start at number 10 okay. and go with Jay Cutler, who was dreadful last week, but that was at Lambeau Field. It's his personal house of horrors. Now he is back at Soldier Field playing the Vikings. They've given up eight touchdown passes in their last four road games. So I think Cutler bounces back this week. Monday. Hard to argue with the weapons at his disposal that it's going to continue to be as bad. And you know what? It hasn't even been that bad for fantasy people. Bad for Bear fans, not as bad in fantasy. Overall, right, exactly. At number nine, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Not an elite fantasy quarterback, and he proved that last week when he couldn't get it done against the New York Jets of all teams. But still, Monday night in the Battle of the Burgers, I guess you could say, Roethlisberger versus Mettenberger. Titans, not bad against the pass this year, but I still see Big Ben as a top 10 quarterback from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, and they did break the trend last week, but this has been one of the worst secondaries against the deep ball. And you think about Antonio Brown and Martavis Bryant, this could be a big bounce back Great point. for Big Ben. Great point. All right, next up. Robert Griffin III. Okay. Am I surprising you there? A little bit. He hasn't done much this year from a statistical perspective, but when you look at him, Going against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of the worst defenses in the entire league. If you need a quarterback this week, I would pick him up because he's still a free agent in over 40% of NFL.com leagues. 
I would play him over Phillip Rivers this week. Very similar to what we did last week with Josh McCown. Got you 20 points against that, uh, against that. Well, he's on the Bucks, but it was a good matchup for him. It's what I'm saying. All right, where are we going next, Babs? I'm going Colin Kaepernick. Okay. I'm going down with the ship here. I know he hasn't scored more yes, than 15 are. fantasy points in three straight games. But he's been better on the road typically, averaging about 17 fantasy points per game away from Northern California. And the Giants' defense is just not very good. Ask Andrew Luck. Yeah, and you know what? Even if you look at – don't look at the points, but look at the plays against New Orleans. Some big throws to Michael Crabtree. Some big drops by Anquan Bolden. He was throwing the ball very well when he had to in that must-win game against the Saints. And the week before, he had that fumble at the goal line. That could have been a touchdown eight-point fantasy swing. All right, we're still sniffing the top five. Number six, we have – Matthew Stafford. And people might see this and be surprised because the Cardinals are so good defensively, but not really against the pass and not at home. Remember a few weeks back what Nick Foles did to this team, and Stafford now has Calvin Johnson back. Megatron has transformed Stafford from a questionable QB1 to a guy that you want to start, and I think the Lions are going to score more than their share of points in this contest. Yeah, while a reputation precedes him, Patrick Peterson has not been as dominant as some folks are making him out to be this season. All right. To the top five, Fabs. Well, this is your guy right here, Drew Brees. Yeah. And he's only fifth because the other four quarterbacks ahead of him have been so spectacular this year. Brees at home typically is a no-brainer going against the Cincinnati Bengals, who have been better against the pass than the run. But Brees is going to throw the ball 30, 40 times in this contest. And again, when he plays in New Orleans, Brees is typically a guy that you have a lot of confidence in. And you almost wonder if it's like a uh, rope-a-dope. All this Mark Ingram setting you up, and next thing you know, it's Jimmy Graham, Marcus Coles. They have so many weapons for him. Brandon Cooks as well. This could be the week he explodes and gives us that Drew Brees week. All right, number four. This one was tough because these four quarterbacks are so good, but I'm going to go with Tom Brady here at number four. I know you're not going to listen to me. And because you're I have bench him on my roster. Tom Brady, and you're going to start Drew Brees, but they're both great plays. Brady, against the Colts in his career, his numbers have been spectacular. Overall, he has been on fire over his last five or six starts. He's getting everyone involved in the offense, including Brandon LaFell. Rob Gronkowski is healthy. This is going to be a high-scoring game in Indianapolis, and I really like Brady to put up very good numbers. Again, 20-plus fantasy yeah, points. I, I am tempted this week just because of time of possession. When you pass the ball as mm-hmm. much as these two teams do, you're talking about extra possessions, extra plays for these quarterbacks. Money. To, I know. Start Tom Brady. So, I, I love that. I love that flirt league. Go for your <laughs> Boilermakers. All right, number three. Peyton Manning. And um, people may think, wait a minute, how is he not numero uno? Well, third's not bad either. This week, he's playing against the Rams. Their defense has not been very good. I think Manning has a huge game against this team. Again, 20-plus fantasy points. But right now, I still see him third in terms of matchups this it's week. It's just so hard not to put Peyton Manning number one overall every single week. As this much is what as he I'm saying. Number two. Andrew Luck. And the Patriots are very good against the pass. Very good. But Andrew Luck has dominated everyone this year. I talk about the magical season with DeMarco Murray. You're seeing it with Andrew Luck as well. The man produces fantasy points week in and week out. Right now, he is the top-scoring player in fantasy football. So how do you not play him and rank him among the top three every week? If he gets the better of Bill Belichick as a Colt, does that mean he's better than Peyton Manning? Is mm, that how it works? Interesting. Number one, I have a feeling he's on this page right and here. There you go, there Aaron Rodgers, because of the matchup. This is a guy who I think could score 30 fantasy points this week. The Philadelphia Eagles have been rotten against quarterbacks all season long. I mean, Cam Newton even had 13 points to get him last week, and he had three or four turnovers in that contest. I think Rodgers 
puts up a monster stat line. And look at his numbers. He has scored 24-plus fantasy points in four straight games. He is the elite quarterback among the elite this week based on that matchup against Philadelphia. I think those Packers averaging 41 points per game at home. It has been, wow. Fantasy owners love to hear that. There you go. The uh, top 10 for Week 11 from our man Michael Fabiano. For more now on some trap plays for Week 11, let's throw it over to Akbar. I'm sensing a disturbance in the fantasy football universe. Our starters are failing, initiating flex Wait, sequence. There's still time. We've invested too much. Something's not right here. It's a trap! All right, I'm about to give you my trap quarterback players for week 11. These are guys you should not have in your lineup. Trust me, these guys are going to do you wrong. Let's get to the tape. All right, Jay Cutler. Yeah, you used to be one of the few good men at quarterback in fantasy. Now owners want to know the truth about you. Well, you can't handle the truth. Jay Cutler, you weep for Brandon Marshall, and you curse the Bears. As a paid man, you have that luxury. You have the luxury of knowing what I know, and I know that you are on thin ice trending in the wrong direction. You've had three straight multi-turnover days, and you're getting ready to take on the Minnesota Vikings defense that ranks third in the NFL in sacks and fourth in pass defense. Your production will be grotesque and incomprehensible. I'm ordering code red. Stay away from Jay Cutler. It's a trap! Colin Kaepernick has a good matchup. It doesn't matter. Despite some good matchups, he's failed to score 15 fantasy points in each of his last three games. Don't sleep on the Giants' defense because in Greek mythology, the Giants were mightier than their adversaries. They rule their universe with absolute power. Well, that football field on Sunday, that's their universe. And this defense will rule it like Giants. This is a team that's the only team in the NFL with three players who have three-plus interceptions. I command you not to play Colin Kaepernick because he will be finding Giants like the original series on the NFL Network. It's a trap! Hey, Mr. Wilson! Yes, Mr. Russell Wilson's production has fallen considerably since making a huge statement with the 37 points and a Week 7 explosion against the Rams. I know Wilson's his climb to the top of the fantasy must-start quarterback, but that's because he's big-time, prime-time, showtime, all-time, good time. Yes, the man has his last name on every football. That would make him Russell Football. And Mr. Russell Football is going to need a big rushing day to put up QB1 numbers against the Chiefs defense that gives up the fewest passing yards per game in the NFL. Yo, Russell, I think even Johnny Football knows. It's a trap! May the false be with you, with your quarterbacks. All right, when you snooze, you lose. And that's why they call it a fantasy sleeper. And when we return, we're bringing you some sleeper quarterbacks you can't afford to pass up in Week 11. With NFL Now, never miss another game highlight ever. Subscribe today and you'll get instant game highlights on all your devices. Download the NFL Now app today. Learn more at NFL.com slash now. He is our expert. These are his starts and sits. You see him for week 11. He does not like Phillip Rivers because he's playing the Raiders. He does not like Russell Wilson because he has not been very good as of late fabs. So as we begin our Sunday Gems presented by everybody. Begins with K. K. You guys stink. Welcome back. <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying. Leaving me out there. 
are hanging out there with all the dudes. We're talking about some Week 11 QB sleepers to help your rosters out. We didn't see it on the list, Fabs. Give us a sleeper. How about Josh McCown, a guy that Adam Rank is a big fan of, and uh, last week almost scored 20 fantasy points. This week he plays the Washington Redskins. They have given up the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. So if you're hurting for a QB, pick up Josh McCown and start him. I'm starting him over Phillip Rivers this week. Whoa, well, we'll see how that works out on Monday. We will. What do you got? This one's sneaky. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy B. Yes, Teddy B. Teddy B, and now I'm not talking about any seeing or anything like that. This guy's had zero turnovers in the last two games, so, I mean, he's taking care of the ball. He's going up against the the Chicago Bears, and the Chicago Bears, look, they've got a lot of balls being thrown on them. They've allowed a lot of fantasy points to quarterbacks. Teddy Bridgewater is my sneak player. I'm telling you right now, you can use him. Would ask your favorite Teddy Pendergrass song, but we're already on to Alex Smith. What do you got there, uh, Marcus? Turn off the lights. Uh, Alex Smith, I think, is a great play this week against the Seahawks because he does the thing that the Seahawks have trouble with. He throws it underneath. They are great defensively. When you're going down the field, they get picks that way, but we know Alex Smith doesn't throw the ball more than seven yards down the field. Who is taking a Raider this week? Derek Carr. In every career start at Qualcomm Stadium, he's thrown at least two touchdown passes. The last time he faced... <laughs> well, uh, what? 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 He's a rookie. What? He started against them twice for Fresno State at San Diego State. So there it is. He did. He did have four touchdown passes in that game in week six against the Chargers. All right, that's going to do it for us here. We'll see you Sunday morning, 1130 Eastern on NFL Now and the NFL Red Zone channel with all the latest injury news and fantasy analysis leading up to kickoff. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.